0: everybody,
1: Jim Sammons here with the Kayak Fishing Show live, as always, brought to you by Ballast Point Brewing Company, still rocking the swinging Friar Ale in hopes of the return of baseball. Cheers to you all. I'm telling you what, it's a hoppy pale ale. That's a good beer, especially on a hot day, man. I mean, it is hot. It's been super hot here in San Diego. I don't know about where you guys are, but it's been super hot here. Um, so if any of you guys did miss the announcement yesterday, uh, super excited. Well, oh, there it is. To begin airing on Fox Sports uh, beginning uh, June 20th. Uh, I said I would uh, put up the um, the times, but it's so varied. And they sent it to me in something that wasn't really postable. So, um, I'll read through a few of them, uh, the, the very first airings, uh, for Saturday, June 20th, for those of you guys who want to watch on, God, this is because the thing about Fox, you have Fox different areas. So you have Fox Sports West, you have Fox Sports, something else, Fox Sports, something else. And so it's on different times in different areas. So for instance, um, 630 AM on Fox Sports, what is FSA? Fox Sports Arizona, uh, 9 a.m. on Fox Sports Detroit, uh, 9 a.m. on several others, most of the other ones, it looks like it's at, at 9 a.m. Um, yeah. So anyway, six 6.30 or 9 a.m. <laughs> on Fox Sports. I said that this list, is, because there is so many different regions and how they air it, but it's aired a ton of times. It'll be aired again on Sunday, again on Monday, again on Tuesday. Uh, so it's going to get a lot of airing. So if you missed the first one and you don't think about setting the DVR um, and you want to see it uh, again, and this will be the episode, our first episode of the season from uh, Matt Lachey, Florida, the Calusa Blue Way. So yeah, we're, like I said, we're super excited about that. And I can't thank everybody enough who has shared that. And giving us congratulations because there has been a lot of that and I really, really appreciate that. Um, As always, and I've lost my mouse, um, you can see our sponsors, our show sponsors, scrolling across the bottom. And of course, uh, besides the vans, we certainly couldn't do it without all these great sponsors. Seaguar, who's been with us from the beginning, Jackson Kayak, Warner Paddles, Standard Horizon, Yak Attack, Siegler Reels, A Band of Anglers, Raymarine, Kocatat. I mean, these are all great companies who have supported us for a long time. So uh, we we really, really thank them for all their support over the years. And of course, our show, this show, brought to you by Ballast Point. Um say hello to a couple people. Liam, thanks for joining us as always from kayak Fishing Tales, our uh, YouTube channel uh, for you anybody there may be new to this uh, we air these on Facebook as well as KayakFishingTales.com, our YouTube channel. Um, Mark Coate, can't wait to hear you talk about the big announcement. Mark the uh, the big announcement was yesterday <laughs> but again it, it's it's that. it's that we will be airing on Fox Sports uh, beginning June. 20th. So that adds 80 million homes to our distribution. So we're very, very excited about that. Hey, Gene, how are you? Thanks for joining us as always. Uh, Tommy, uh, no, Tommy, you're the best. Thanks, man. Um, Grant, thanks for joining us from New Zealand. I love New Zealand. I want to go back to New Zealand. It's such an awesome place and great fishery. Of course, we're getting into summer and they're probably getting into winter totally opposite. Um, And Mike McKenna, uh, one of my favorite episodes. Love Ennis. Uh, Looking forward to seeing you on Fox. Thanks, Mike. Uh, Yeah, this was a super fun uh, episode. Before I get into the episode, I wanted to mention one other thing. Uh, Talking to, and this was something that was kind (sighs) of, ACR Artex, uh, they're the makers of the personal locator beacons. Um, they're not a sponsor of my show, but I'm very passionate about this, about kayak safety, people wearing PFDs, um, and you know, safety in general. And I think PLBs are a big thing. Uh, when the gentleman, um, died a a couple of weeks ago, um, you know, it it just brought back, it's like, you know, if he had had a PLB, that would have been one of the perfect examples where he had the potential of living. Uh, so I contacted, um, ACR, uh, this past week, well, actually it was a few weeks ago when I finally got it done, um, that, and that just basically, how can we get more people using PLBs? Uh, and they were, uh, nice enough to give us a promo code so we can get people a uh, 10% discount and free shipping. And that is on anything on their website, um, ACRRtex, and it's in, the, in this um, scrolling banner here, ACRRtex.com. So anything on their website, it's site-wide 10% off and free uh, ground shipping. Uh, and like I said, my, my biggest thing here is hoping that we can get more people Wearing these things on their PFD, I mean, they're they're smaller than my cell phone, um, a little bit thicker. They're kind of the size of an old cell phone. Actually, here's it's very similar to this in size. This is an old camera, my old Sony camera, um, but it's about that size. I wear it strapped to my PFD, and it's it's a last resort kind of uh, thing, but it could save your life. And so. Uh, I talked to them and said, again, you know, how can we get more people wearing these? What can we do to help them out to get more people using them? And say so they offer this. And again, they are not a sponsor of my show. It's just a product I believe in that I'd like to see more people using. I would love them to be a sponsor of our show so we could promote them even more. But at least they did this for us. So if you have been thinking about getting a PLB, uh here's your chance to get a little bit of a discount 10 percent off and free shipping so hope that helps and I, I hope you guys can take advantage of that if you have questions about the uh, plbs uh, we actually had them on a live show a while back and you can find that probably easier to find it over on kayak fishing Tales uh than on facebook but what we have you know the old videos up and you can see it we talk all about how these things work and all that so again, I hope that helps you out. Um, jump into a couple more comments here. Uh, lost horizon fishing. Have you had the opportunity fish La Jolla shore since they opened up the beaches? No, I haven't. I haven't fished at all. Um, honestly, my, my back has been giving me a lot of problems and, um, it seems like every time I wanted to (laughs) go fishing, it was windy. So, um, I actually pulled our boat out today and I'm going to take the boat out fishing tomorrow. So uh, I am going to get out fishing tomorrow. Uh, Dave, uh, congratulations on the Fox sponsorship. Thanks, man. I really appreciate that. Um, Donald Schumacher, welcome from Long Island. Great news. Congrats. Thanks, man. Um, but, uh, Douglas congratulations from Brazil. Hey man, thanks for joining us from Brazil. That's super cool. And I said, I say it all the time. I love the fact that we get, uh, an international audience, uh, and Dave saying, hi, how you doing, man? So, uh, today's episode, I was really hoping to get my friend Jeff Herman on here. Uh, Jeff has, he's probably been on as many, as many shoots as any of our guests. Uh, the reason being is Jeff, um, besides being a great guy on camera just super super fun to be with he always put out the effort um to put shoots together he would contact us and say hey man um i've got an opportunity to do a shoot for well for instance in um uganda he goes if i put the shoot together can we do it and he did 100% of the logistics so you know and he would do that once a year he would put some kind of shoot together so that's why jeff has been on a lot of our shoots this one, um, we were actually approached by uh, C.G. Feldman, who spent half his time living on the East Coast and the other half of his year living in Montana. And he he contacted me and said, hey, man, I, I do a lot of fly fishing here, but I'm not really seeing any kayak fishermen. I am the only kayak fly fisherman here in this area. said, I never see anybody else. Would you like to come up here and shoot? So we, uh, said, well, cool. I'm not a fly fisherman at that time. This would be my first shoot as a fly. This was probably the first time I had fly fished since I was like 12. So I mean, a very, very inexperienced kayak, uh, fly angler. So my buddy, Jeff, um, I knew was a fly fisherman, so we actually invited Jeff to come on this one to kind of, so at least you would have one kayak angler who fly fished who, so, you know, I wouldn't be the one sitting there looking like a complete idiot and, wrapping line around my head, which I did plenty of. Uh, The other guest on the show uh, was my son Randy. Um, He was, I don't know if he was 16 years old, maybe 15 years old. My timing's way off. Again, this was from season one. So at least 10 years ago and he's 25. So (laughs) he was 15 years old or so. And I said, Hey son, you want to come on this road trip? And we decided to drive from uh, San Diego to Ennis, Montana. And it was quite the road trip. We brought our mountain bikes with us and had all these plans to do a bunch of different stuff. Um, went through Zion National Park and "Well, there's some great trails here. We'll go mountain biking. And uh, it was about 120 degrees and the wind was blowing 50 miles an hour. So you got out of the vehicle and it's like jumping in front of a blow dryer. We're like, yeah, maybe not. So we just kept driving. <laughs> uh, we actually, I, I, I wanna say this was in like July. And I remember we actually, once we got up into Montana, uh, we actually had snow in Montana. So we went from those two crazy extremes, but we had a a wonderful, wonderful time. It was a great, great trip with my son, uh, a great trip with the guys. Like I said, Jeff Herman, CG, uh, our friend Kendall Larson was there as a second shooter, so And of course, uh, Will, my videographer, was there. So had a wonderful time with a bunch of really, really good people. And we've got some really funny stories to go along with it. And uh, I, I will kind of share those. Unfortunately, like I said, I, I don't have anybody to banter back and forth with on this one. I don't have a, a co-host, if you will. Uh, but I, you know, I've got these stories from this trip that were pretty funny. But uh, I think what we ought to do right now is uh, bring the episode up and let's get this thing started. So, kayak fishing, Montana. On this week's kayak fishing show, my son and I are going to try our hand at fly fishing in the greatest place to fly fish in the world, right out
0: of the Rainbow Valley Lodge in Ennis, Montana. Along for the rider, expert kayak fly angler, C.G. Feldman, and my buddy from East Texas, Jeff Herman.
2: Stay tuned.
3: This one's going to be off the hook. (laughs) At the forefront of any sport, you inevitably find someone pushing the. for the record.
1: They used to make me do those little things before every episode. That was not my idea
3: (laughs) has been doing just that. Yeah, look at these. Nice. From the seat of his ocean kayak, Jim challenges the world's top game fish and puts his kayak fishing skills to the ultimate test. Never fought a kayak, have you fish? From freshwater to saltwater. Jim's mission is simple, to discover the best fishing destinations in the world and prove that anything is possible from a kayak. The Kayak Fishing Show is brought to you in part by Ocean Kayak, makers of the Trident series of fishing kayaks. Ex officio, clothing for the adventurous spirit. Scotty, the way to fish. Standard Horizon, nothing takes to the water like Standard Horizon. Seagar Fluorocarbon, fish anything. And the Heliconia Press, cutting edge outdoors media. This week on the Kayak Fishing Show with Jim Salmons, Jim and his son Randy grab their fly rods and head to Montana to learn the art of kayak fly fishing. For many fly anglers, fishing for trout in Montana is a rite of passage, and the town of Ennis, just north of Yellowstone National Park, provides an ideal launching point. Ennis is an authentic Western town that's surrounded by three ranges of Rocky Mountains and provides easy access to a myriad of clear running rivers and streams. Joining Jim and Randy is Master Kayak Fly Angler C.G. Feldman and Texan Pro Angler Jeff Bird's Nest Herman. I
2: need a good drink and get right. And a good drink and get right means a good fish. So we'll get it going. C.G. Feldman is a former sheriff
3: who recently retired to a life of fly fishing. Although he resides in Virginia, CG makes the pilgrimage to Ennis, Montana every summer for a few months of fly fishing. A few years back, CG discovered fishing kayaks and quickly realized that they would let him explore the rivers and lakes of Montana with unsurpassed freedom. Like I've done this,
4: uh, yeah. <laughs> this isn't your I, first rodeo, you you know, is it? Uh, I hate to say it, I started doing this in 1960. <laughs> is that at, right? At age nine. Yeah. You better have figured it out by like
2: now.
4: But you know, it's, it's not about landing the fish. Uh, out here, fishing is, uh, is uh, about the whole experience. You land a fish, it's icing on the cake. I mean, look back here. Uh, everywhere you go here, it's just beautiful.
2: Gentlemen, a scholar, and a credit 50-yard dash.
4: Jeff Bird's
3: Nest Herman is an Ocean Kayak Pro Team member and a close friend of Jim's. A few months back, Jeff introduced Jim to fly fishing on the saltwater flats of Galveston Bay. When presented with the opportunity to join Jim on a trip to the fly fishing holy lands of Montana, Bird's Nest jumped at the opportunity.
2: You know, Ed, the funny thing, or the, one of the coolest things about all this is I had a blast fishing with you guys in Texas. And when I got an email saying, hey, you want to come fish with us in Montana? Aside from the fact it was Montana, just fishing with you guys in Canada, I mean, it's always such a blast. So hanging out with you guys, I was I was signed on whether it was in Utah, Montana, Idaho, it didn't matter. But uh, just getting up here and seeing how beautiful and, and scenic and aesthetically pleasing Montana is, I was, I'm blown away. Jim's
3: son, Randy Sammons, has grown up around fishing kayaks and has already shared many adventures with his dad. But this will be Randy's first go at fly fishing. Yeah, uh, hopefully I'll do better than my dad. <laughs> Having arrived in Ennis, the guys settle into Rainbow Valley Lodge and prepare for the long week of fishing ahead. When the kayak fishing show returns, Jim and the crew load up and head to the Yellowstone River for their first taste of Montana fly fishing action. Stay tuned.
1: So, uh, yeah, so like I said, my my son, you know, um, 15 years old or so. Um, he was already taller than me at that point. I think he's like six, five now, (laughs) uh, CG Feldman, awesome, awesome guy. And of course, like I said, Jeff Herman, uh, who's just so funny and so, so fun to fish with, uh, one of the, the really kind of funny things, but pain in the butt things and probably one of the reasons we've never been back to Montana. Um, I don't know if it was the first day, but I am pretty sure it was the first day we were, we were floating down down river and shooting. And we basically had um, the three of us fishing or four of us fishing actually. Um, and then my videographer just holding the camera in another kayak. And lo and behold, we go around a corner and there's a, uh, a forestry guy standing on the, on the bank. And he waves us over and says, uh, so uh, what are you guys up to? We're, uh, we're fishing. And CG says, well, we're shooting a TV show. And the guy goes, uh, do you have permits? And we're like, permits? <laughs> so this was very early on. Uh, and we're like, no. it goes, well, you cannot fish these waters without a permit. And we're like, okay, well, what's involved in that? And it turns out they're like, well... They are very uppity about it. Um, a River Runs Through It, you know, shot in Montana, uh, brought millions of dollars in tourist money uh, into Montana, but they didn't look at it that way. They said, we didn't get anything from that film. Forget the fact that they got all this free advertising. This we didn't get anything from that film, so uh, from now on, you have to have a permit. And you have to have a permit for every single piece of water. And you have to have a permit for different launches. And we're like, well, they go, we need a percentage of your gross income. We're like, well, that's easy because we don't make anything. And it just turned into two days of bureaucracy until we finally got it cleared up to where we um, we couldn't launch from public land. So we kind of finagled our way, found some residents who would let us launch from their private land, and then we could fish on the water. Uh, we did the same thing with Lake uh, Ennis Lake, um, and so there was a great spot to fish, where, and the launch wasn't that far away, but we couldn't launch from there. We had to find a, a resident who was like all the way on the other side of the lake, so we had this long paddle, although you will notice in this episode, I had the ocean kayak torque, which had a built in Minn Kota, uh, trolling motor. So I was able to tow my son around sometimes and, uh, and use that, <laughs> you know? Uh, so they like said it, it was pretty funny, but that's basically the reason we never went back to Montana because it was such a nightmare and the amount of money they wanted for these permits was insane. So I don't know if things have changed up there, but uh, we vowed we would never shoot in Montana again. Even though it was an amazing place, and I'm sure for people who just want to go fishing there, it's fantastic. But for us to shoot the show, it was difficult. So anyway, let's uh, bring the episode back up and uh, keep this thing rolling.
3: Welcome back to the Kayak Fishing Show with Jim Salmons. This week, Jim is in Montana on the hunt for trout while learning the finer points of kayak fly fishing from pro kayak angler, Jeff Herman, and local guru, C.G. Feldman. Their quest begins where most successful ones do, at the local guide shop, to make the most out of their time on the water the guys hire the services of the Bozeman Angler, the premier
4: local guiding business. You never get too old to learn something new. And every trip I've been out here, I've picked up new corners with a guide, a little bit more information. And uh, they're the experts. They're the ones that are out there, you know, 200, 250 days a year. Some of them pushing 300 days a year on the water. Wow. So they know what's going on. And, and you know, they can kind of correct you on your bad habits, uh, give you a little bit better techniques to use. So it's, uh, it's money in your pocket.
2: Yeah, and there are lots of little details yeah. that when you're new, it's like overwhelming, too much to think about. So if you have somebody who right. can tell you, well, you know, do this or don't do that, and that helps you
0: out. I like, I've never I've cast a fly since I was 12, and I've never caught a fish on a fly. Yeah. So yeah. hopefully today will be the day.
2: Today's the day. <laughs> good day. We're gonna do it. All good to go. I think we yeah, got we what we need here. Nice and yeah. <laughs>
3: First off, the guys head to the cold and fast-flowing waters of the Yellowstone River, where the rainbows are known to run strong. The hope is to get Jim and Randy on their first fish on the fly.
4: The fish out here are smart enough to know that when the wind's really whistling, it's blowing grasshoppers in the water and other bugs. So you get that little bit of a chop on the water, number one, they can't see you as well. They can't can't see your fly line. Rainbow, what do you think, 15? Yeah, about 15. Right. Put them on the hopper. They're more eager to take the fly when it's a little chop on the water. Hey, okay, here he goes. They know it's blowing insects right, in, into the water. So.
0: Well, you know, it's funny you even bring up something like that. It, the casting is such, that's a small part yeah. of, of fly fishing out here. I mean, knowing what to throw at them.
4: Knowing what to throw, where to throw. I mean, you, you've really got to read the water out here. First, uh, for the last 15 years, I've hired a guide. That within the first week of getting here, well,
0: what's what's the value of that of hiring a guide here?
4: Even though you Thanks. know the water, things change oh, from year to year. Uh, you know, some of these uh, smaller rivers have a lot of spring yes! runoff. Well, even the bigger ones, Yellowstone, the channels change a little bit. Uh, you've got all this snow up here in these mountains; it, it melts within a week or so, and all that raging flood water comes down and it, it changes the, the uh, channels. I'll go with the guide and he'll kind of fill me in on, on what's been working, what's working then, and kind of gives you a, a good idea of what's, uh, what's working, what's not working.
2: Thanks to
0: Cole, we, just, we, kept, we kept rising here and we just kept at it and cast after cast after cast. And I missed like four times at rise on it and I didn't get them. God, they're really beautiful fish, man. Ready? Here he goes.
2: There you go, ready, Yeah,
5: Randy. <laughs> Beautiful. Monster. job. Release. Thanks, man.
2: Good job, Perfect. Nice. job, Randy.
0: Thank you.
4: Thank you, guide. Fish. <laughs> that was awesome,
3: man. With their first fish on fly under their belts, the team load up and continue their hunt downstream.
2: The oh, first fly fish off the kayak. Yeah, man, that's the same size fish we used for bait at home, but uh, <laughs> hold them up close to your face. <laughs> 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 he didn't want to kiss. He didn't want
1: to kiss, did he? <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, my first fish on the fly off the kayak.
0: Yeah, went. And uh, caught a few fish, did pretty well.
3: And I think everybody had a killer day on the kayaks. And then I caught my first fish on the fly. The Yellowstone River moves fast. And when fishing from a kayak, you're going to have to deal with rocks that could easily tip you over and leave your gear in the drink. That's why in this week's kayaking tip, world champion kayaker Ken Whiting teaches us how to deal with rocks in the river. Brought to you by Ocean Kayak makers of the Trident series of fishing kayaks
5: and the Torque Electric Kayak. The first thing to know is that plastic kayaks are designed to do some bouncing on rocks. And so as long as you're not in really fast moving water, you don't really need to worry about them holding up to the abuse. If your kayak has a rudder though, you'll want to have it up because it will break very quickly. If you're pointing straight downstream and bouncing over a shallow area, there's not much you need to know. It's the rocks that are out of the water or just under the surface that you need to be more concerned about because they'll stop your kayak and spin you sideways, and that's not the greatest position to be in. The problem is that the main current is going to hit the upstream side of your kayak, and if I let my upstream edge dip at all, that current can pile up on the edge, push it down, and flip me upstream incredibly quickly. All that means is that I need to lean downstream or into the rock can balance my weight on my downstream butt cheek. I can then just push myself off and keep moving on downstream. It's for the same reason that anchors are tricky and usually a bad idea to use in current. Unless you're anchored directly off stern or the bow, which will point my boat come directly downstream in line with the current, my kayak is going to be on some type of angle to the current. And that means water is going to be hitting the upstream side of my boat. So if I let my guard down even for a second and drop that upstream edge, water can pile up, push that edge down and flip me in a second and so remember if you find yourself drifting into a rock sideways fight the natural urge to lean away from it lean into it push yourself off and all will go smooth until next time i'm ken whiting and that's your ocean kayak packing tip
3: for the most comprehensive guide to kayak fishing pick up a copy of the ultimate guide to kayak fishing at your local outdoor store or at kayakfishingshow.com With a great day of fishing under their belts, the guys head back to the comforts of their cabin at the Rainbow Valley Lodge. I wonder, why do they call it Rainbow Valley Lodge? With its own private trout stream and easy access to the world-class fishing on the Madison River and Ennis Lake, the Rainbow Valley Lodge represents the essence of Montana and is an ideal base for visiting fly anglers and hunters. Located high on the edge of Ennis, Rainbow Valley Lodge is set up for couples, groups, and families and offers a clean, comfortable, and relaxed atmosphere that fits seamlessly within the stunning countryside.
0: Well, my parents used to bring me up to Yellowstone.
2: Came up here on a family trip and decided if we needed to stay in the motel business, this is where we want to be, more of a destination spot. And we have a lot of friends that come back year after year after year after year.
3: The dawn brings a new day and a new river. Jim and company rise early to hit the famed Madison River with the guides from Bozeman Angler. Countless fly anglers wet their lines in the Madison every day, as the river is considered one of the premier fly fishing destinations in the world, and is credited for playing a major role in the development of the modern American fly fishing culture.
0: Boy, did I feel just discombobulated all morning! I mean, line going around my head, around the paddle, around the kayak. Uh, It was definitely a learning curve there, but getting a better feel for it, started getting better casts, um, had one bite, one hookup, that, that the fish jumped a couple times and came unbuttoned. But I'm having so much fun just, just doing something different. I mean, this is so out of my comfort zone, throwing flies, um, freshwater fishing, and the learning experience, the learning curve is, is a little bit steeper than what I'm used to, but uh, it's fun, man, it's really fun. I can see where this would get really addicting, just drifting down this beautiful river and, and uh, just trying to side cast these fish, pull up behind these rocks and get the cast in the right spot. And I feel like I'm getting better. And right when I feel like I'm getting better, I damn near hook myself in the back of the ear. <laughs> you know? So.
3: As any angler knows, fish are fickle creatures. And sometimes even the best anglers can feel the sting of the
2: skunk. I didn't get my skunk off, but I played that fish for a good two minutes and it was decent size. So I got, I might not have one fish, but I got three quarters of a fish at this point.
3: Stay tuned to the kayak fishing show as Bird's Nest Herman shakes the skunk in spectacular fashion as the team targets big browns on the Madison.
2: That's trout fishing right there.
3: The kayak fishing show is brought to you in part by Ocean Kayak, Ex Officio, Scotty, Seagar. Standard Horizon and the Heliconia Press.
1: Yeah, I had totally forgotten. I like, say, I, I don't, I don't watch the episodes. <laughs> I had totally forgotten. Um, during the first couple days of the trip, Jeff, who was the fly angler, was completely skunked. So my son and I, complete novices, uh, had both caught several fish, and Jeff was feeling the pressure. The pressure was building <laughs> and you could just see it and jeff is a, a super funny um easy going guy but you could just see the pressure level raising and um of course we uh gave him a hard time about it too that us two novices were catching fish and he wasn't so uh, we had a, a lot of um there was a lot of laughs uh at jeff's expense but, uh, he definitely, uh, he made up for it as you could see that little teaser for it. So, um, Mario, thank you. Uh, congrats on the Fox sponsorship. I appreciate it. Uh, Mike McKenna, no bird's nest in the house. Yeah. And, and again, I mean, I know Jeff w- would like to be here. Uh, today is actually a happy birthday, Jeff. Today is Jeff's birthday. Um, and, uh, it, this was my fault. Jeff, Jeff has a very busy schedule. And I need to notify him farther in advance. And I only notified him a few days ago or asked him if he could be here on the show and he tried to make it and then just, he was just too busy. So unfortunately we will get him on here. Cause like I said, he's in a lot of episodes. So we will definitely get Jeff on here and uh, relive some of uh, our, our trips together. Um, Mario, any plans for a show in South Florida? Uh, we have shot in South Florida. Uh, if you haven't followed the show, I have really, really, really bad luck when it comes to Florida. the uh, wind, the weather. Um, last time we did South Florida, uh, we had um, a tropical depression. So as of right now, I have no plans to go back to Florida. <laughs> uh, like I said, our first episode is in Florida, but not South Florida, but uh, I'm sure I'm sure we'll end up going back at some point. We just need that. Um, we need the weather, the weather gods, to smile on us a little bit because uh, I don't know that we've ever had a trip where the weather was good in Florida, and we've tried many times to fish in Florida. I mean, uh, we did the uh, the Sailfish Smackdown, uh, so the extreme kayak fishing series. We went to fish that. And it was the only, the first time they've ever had to cancel the tournament because of the weather. So, uh, it's Florida. Florida doesn't like me. (laughs) So right now there's no plans on going back to Florida, but like I said, I'm sure it'll happen. I know there's great fishing, but, uh, we have been very, very unlucky. Um, Mike says lots of political river access BS going on in Montana. Yeah. See, that just makes things difficult. Uh, that's why there's places we've been invited to go to certain places in Europe and, they have such weird water access rights and all that it's a, it's like it's not even worth it um richard march marsh watching over on kayak fishing tales says sweet thanks man uh mike McKenna, big tfo fan yeah all my fly rods i think except for one are tfo uh, and i've got quite a few now uh, because i have been doing a lot more fly fishing so uh, Richard Marsh, going through radiation for cancer, but we'll be there, but we'll there someday. day. Um, sorry man, uh, that's, I feel for you, cancer has struck our family too many times. So uh, I hope, uh, hope you get over that and, and heal up really quick and it goes your way. Oh, look at this. Looking good, Jim. CG. So CG was our host if you will, on this trip. And so CG is that young man, former sheriff uh, that uh, was uh, kind of our guide, our host, if you will, like I said, um, for this trip. And and, uh, so much fun. Uh, Like I said, back then he was splitting time. And now I understand CG is living full time in Montana. So he's getting to do that fishing all the time. Thanks for joining us, CG. I'm glad you could make it. So uh, with that said, let's get the episode rolling again.
3: Welcome back to the Kayak Fishing Show with Jim Salmons. This week, Jim is in Montana on the hunt for trout while learning to fly fish from pro kayak angler Jeff Herman and local guru C.G. Feldman. The first few days in Montana have already demonstrated why Montana is considered a fly angler's paradise. Jim and his son Randy are both new to fly fishing, but they've already landed a number of trout. C.G. has proven his mastery by successfully landing fish during the slowest times, but one man remains alone from the pack.
2: he had a, a good night last night and uh... I need to get off the schneid today. I'm the last man standing without a fish.
3: Today, they decide it's time to strike out without the help of professional guides. With confidence, they hit the Madison on their own and see what the day will bring. <laughs> Woo, man!
0: I thought I was skunked today, man.
3: But as the day wears on and the takeout looms near, still Bird's Nest remains sans piscus. With a frustrated toss, he pulls away
2: from the pack and begins his last drift ashore. I had to stink a skunk on me, but uh, we got a couple nice fish early in the day, and then I got hit by what felt like a freight
0: train. It was a great brown trout. He caught this brown that was just, I mean, talk, talk about knocking it out of the park, that was a grand slam. Beautiful fish.
1: You see, we just reach down and grab the line and just pull this fish over over into his lap. As he's lifting it, the
0: line snaps, it lands on the deck, and he just dives for it like an animal, like, you're not getting
2: away. (laughs) I think that's a big old brown, a big old tasty brown. Hell yeah, baby, that's what we're talking about. That's trout fishing right there. That's trout fishing right there. (laughs) Absolute blast. Uh, Turned out the fish was probably 22, 23 inches good-sized brown trout, a trophy-sized brown trout. An epic finish to an incredible day. Jeff makes up for quantity
3: with quality and releases his huge brown trout back to the river to become another man's
2: big fish story. Down in Texas, that's what we call playing possum. Sit back <laughs> sit back on the rail for a couple days watching. <laughs> they come out swinging. It was rope-a-dope, baby, rope-a-dope. <laughs> Waders
3: are a great way to keep your feet warm and dry on the water. But there are a few things you need to know and a few kayaking-related myths that need to be exposed before you wear them out on the water. And so that's the topic of this week's Kayak Fishing Tip, brought to you by Standard Horizon. Because nothing takes to the water like Standard Horizon floating handheld radios. Waders are one of
1: my favorite pieces of cold-weather paddling gear, but they're also one of the most hotly debated pieces of paddling
0: gear on the market, because there's this belief that if you swim wearing waders, you'll sink like a stone. This really is only an issue with the old heavy rubber waders because some of them were heavy enough to actually make you sink. With the new lightweight breathable waders like the ones that
1: I always use from Hodgman, you don't have that issue. If they do fill with water while you're wearing them, they're not going to sink any faster than they would without them because the water inside the
0: waders isn't any heavier than the water outside the waders, so you're not going to sink. You will have a harder time swimming in waders with water inside of them, but you're not going to sink.
1: The key, of course, is to keep water from getting inside your waders. And
0: that is why you should always wear a wading belt. It slows down how quickly water gets inside, which means you're warmer and can get around in the water more easily. Even
1: more important than the wading belt is a PFD. And aside from the obvious benefits of wearing one, it also helps stop the water from getting inside your waders. The best way to slow water from getting in your waders is to wear a paddling top or paddling jacket. With the combination of the paddling jacket PFD
0: and your wading belt, you're going to get very little water inside. The reason I'm such a big fan of waders is that they're extremely comfortable. And even in the coldest conditions, I can wear multiple layers underneath to keep me nice and toasty warm. And unless I do go for a swim, I'm staying bone dry. So if you're going to go paddling in calm water, but cold conditions, go get yourself a pair of these waders. You'll love them. Just make sure that you're wearing that wading belt and always wear your PFD.
3: For more tips and your chance to win a fantastic kayak fishing package that includes an Ocean Kayak Trident Fishing Kayak and Standard Horizon VHF radios, visit KayakFishingShow.com. After days of...
1: So I'm going to pause that right there just for a second because I want to revisit Jeff's brown trout because it was so funny. Uh, Like I said, he he had just been getting skunked And finally, he he ends up getting the biggest fish on the trip. But one of the things that was really funny about it, um, and if you heard, basically as he was trying to lift it, the line snapped. And then the fish landed on his deck and he was able to grab it. But before that, Jeff is just yelling and yelling, which they did not put in there, where's the net? Where's the net? Who's got the net? Where's the net? And after this whole thing happened, like, Jeff, the net is, in your net is right right here in your rod holder. It literally was sitting right at his hip. And he had just totally forgotten he'd put it there. So uh, again, that was one more thing to kind of give him a hard time about. But uh, I said, he ended up uh, getting just an awesome fish and Uh, absolutely beautiful place and with the help of cg and and everybody on the trip it was a wonderful time so anyway let's uh watch the final bit of this show
3: drifting down the picturesque rivers in montana cg wakes the crew up early to bring them to his favorite fishing hole a three-mile paddle away from the put-in on ennis lake on ennis silence and patience is paramount and so the guys slip through the water stealthily alert for any signs of fish It doesn't take long before CG spots a fish and makes his move. Good start
4: in the morning, and it's like fishing in the weed weeds.
0: Beautiful rainbow trout.
4: Yeah, baby.
0: <laughs> Beautiful
2: yeah, baby. rainbow trout.
0: Get that guy back in the water
2: already.
0: Well, he was definitely ready to go. <clears throat> Not everybody's got a strong enough upper body to cover a lot of miles. There's a number of uh, different electric type of boats out there. On this shoot, we used the Ocean Kayak Torque. It gave us the ability to buzz around the islands, uh, buzz across the lake. We could also pull that motor out, drift down river, not have to worry about damaging the motor. Very versatile boat. Go to your Ocean Kayak dealer and give it a try. You can see all of Ocean Kayak's fishing kayaks at OceanKayak.com.
3: An amazing week in Montana comes to an end, and Jim's introduction to fly fishing has been nothing short of spectacular. Passionate about catching large, hard-fighting saltwater fish, Jim leaves Montana with a new appreciation for freshwater fishing and an understanding of why fly fishing is such an addictive activity.
0: What incredible fish and great fighters, it was jumping all over. Man, this has been a great day.
3: Join us next week on the kayak fishing show as Jim wraps up an epic season in his home waters of San Diego Bay and reflects on some of the year's most mind blowing fish adventures.
1: Uh, There's one of them Montana stripers.
2: Freaking ridiculous. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously. Trout Slayer. Two A's.
1: Well, I said, we, we had a, an absolutely, you know, a, a great trip. And uh, like I said, it was fun to uh, share that trip with my son. What was, another thing that was actually really cool is that lake. Um, the next, the, the day after that, at the end there, uh, the, the crew had to um, drive and, and then fly out. Uh, my son and I had driven to uh, Montana. So, we're like, well, you know, we can get in one more day of fishing without cameras. So just he and I, now we're not filming. We could actually go to the launch that was a lot closer to the fish. We didn't have that, that, um, several mile paddle. And as we pulled out, I looked down this bank. I'm like, that's kind of weird. It's like somebody's got sprinklers going on or something. I mean, it looked like, you know, those big, big rainbird sprinklers. And it was what I had never seen was a, a a hatch going on, and like my truck, my hat, everything was covered in these little bugs. And so my son and I go out, and they're like, everybody's like, "Okay, you're gonna match the hatch, this." So and I'm like, "I haven't got anything to match the hatch. I'm still throwing these hoppers." And we crushed it that day. We caught so many fish that day. No cameras, just he and I having a blast in a, in a very very cool location. So. Um, anyway, that's that's it for today. Uh, I, I want to remind you though about this deal um, from ACR Artex on the PLBs. Uh, again, they are not a sponsor of my show. Uh, they are just um, a product that I believe in. So if you are, you know, if you're a backcountry person and I mean, these are as good for hiking as they are for fishing, so uh, or an offshore person at all, you know, here's an opportunity to save a little bit of money um you know i said 10 percent discount and free shipping site-wide on the acrrtex.com website so you know i you know if you've if you've been considering getting a plb you know i said here's now your your chance to save a few bucks um you know i said i just want to i just want as many people having those as possible you know i hate to hear about people uh Dying doing the sport that we love so much, you know, particularly when there's no reason, you know, not wearing a PFD or, or not having the right safety equipment. And uh, I truly believe this this piece of equipment can help save your life. Uh, once again, our shows are brought to you by Seagar, Jackson Kayak, Werner Paddles, Standard Horizon, Yak Attack, Reels, a band of anglers and Raymarine Coquitat. And of course, Ballast Point Brewing Company. Thank you all for joining us. It looks like there might be one more comment here. Um, CG says, uh, invitation does open. Come back anytime. You know, I, I would love to come back. No cameras, no permits. <laughs> Just go up and go fishing with you, man. Because like I said, I, I don't know if, this, if the situation is the same as it was when we were there last time about the whole permit thing. But uh, that was uh, more trouble than it was worth. But uh, the fishing sure was fun and the place is absolutely beautiful. So anyway, thank you all for joining us. If you are going fishing, please remember to always wear your PFD and keep your paddle right side up. Y'all take care. I don't know why I popped myself back on screen.